This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Reverend J. Stewart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. On this platform, we aim to draw relevancy from the biblical text while bringing clarity to our own religious experience. Today, I'm excited because we have entered into the Lenten season. Ash Wednesday has come, and and we are invited to remember our sinfulness, our call to repentance, and our invitation to believe the gospel. The question before us today is, how do we respond to this Lenten season? What do we do? What can we do? Well, there is a, a scripture that is read during the Lenten season that comes from the prophetic book of Joel. The second chapter, verses 12 and 13, read in this way. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. This is the word of the Lord. The scripture that I just read came from the prophetic book, Joel. Now, there was a lot going on during the life of Joel. If we were to place ourselves back in time, just to name a few of the devastating social realities, we would find that there was violence, there was sickness. And if that wasn't enough, there were also food shortages due to a famine in the land. Locusts had eaten all the crops and people were suffering through very real hardships. On top of those hardships, there was also an abundance of religious confusion and political corruption. There was so much going on during that time, negative stuff, that God and religious practice was not at the center of most people's thinking. As a matter of fact, it was quite the opposite. People were living their lives estranged from God, running away from God. Now, I must tell you, as a person of faith, this separation, this voluntary separation from God is the worst thing that can happen in the human experience. And you may ask yourself, well, why, is, why are you, Reverend Glover, telling us about people who lived thousands of years ago running away from God? You may say, I go to church every Sunday, and I'm glad you asked. The truth of the matter is that we can learn something from observing these people's experience with God. We can learn something about how God responded 
to a people who had strayed away from his love as they were swept up in their struggles. We also need to be reminded that we also have a lot going on around us, just like they did. There is war, threats of expanding war. There have been devastating earthquakes, fire and flooding. There's a, a rise in senseless gun violence around the country. Our campuses, our university campuses and, and high schools are being subject to senseless violence. Every day there's disturbing news. We can be so swept up in all that's going on that we also become no longer attentive to the presence of God, the activity of God, and God's invitation to repent and believe the gospel. So in the middle of all the trouble in the days of Joel, God used the prophet to extend the invitation to the people to return to him. He said, even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Even now, even now meant right now when there was a sense of hopelessness, despair, desolation, discouragement. Even now meant right now when there is a continuing turning away from God amongst all the people. Even now return to God with all your heart. This was a call to repent, to turn away from anything that tried to separate people from the love of God. So why does God extend this invitation to people who are, are deliberately running away from him? Because he cares, because he loves, and his desire is for our wellness of mind, body, and spirit. The prophet passionately pleads, rend your heart and not your garments. What does that mean? Well, today God is calling for more than outward expressions of sorrow and grief. God's invitation is calling for an inward transformation of the heart. God is looking for a heart that is stirred in response to the moving of the Holy Spirit and moved to repentance, faith, and love in action. The prophetic voice reminded them of God being gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Now God is not a celestial policeman waiting to punish you 
If we think of God as the one who sits on the throne waiting to send us to hell, we need to pray to receive the grace to and the power to dismantle these harmful images of God that may have been introduced to us in the, in the uh, theology of our youth. Perhaps we were introduced to God in a way that made us picture him as the great punisher, the one who was ready to strike us down because we messed up somehow. But here's the good news. Ash Wednesday begins the first day of Lent. And on this day and going forward, we remember that we have been formed from the dust of the earth. We are called to repentance and faith. Please note, I said repentance and faith because this act of repentance involves more than a, just the act of turning away from sin. Turning away from sin is necessary. But we must not only turn from our sin, we must also turn to receiving and embracing the love of God, the grace of God, receiving God's forgiveness and God's mercy and God's guidance going forward. So the Lenten season is a period of time that leads up to the celebration in preparation for the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus the Christ. And during this 40-day period, tradition summons us to a, a place of self-examination, reflection, and sacrifice. It is during this time that we can ponder the frailty of our humanity. We can explore relevant questions like who is God for us and who are we for God? And in this Lenten season, we are also challenged with what is the love of God calling us to be to our neighbors, our friends, our family, our communities. Now, many of us are led to the act of giving up something during this season. Tradition teaches us is that this is what we should do. Some of us will give up meat and replace it with fish. Some of us will give us something that we really like, such as coffee or ice cream or even potato chips. Imagine that, giving up potato chips for Jesus. It is certainly a sign of privilege to make these choices. But the idea of giving up something and, and engaging in some sort of self-sacrifice and fasting is so that we can tame the flesh, as they say, to, to put, our, put our flesh in check and enable us to draw closer to God and hear the voice of the Lord. Last year, uh, Pope Francis shared these words relative to fasting. By the way, let me just take a little break here. If you're taking medication, you need to take your medicine. Don't fast from your medicine. And if you need to eat food with your medicine, then you need to do that. 
So last year, Pope Francis shared some words giving us ideas on what we can do besides giving up meat or potato chips for Jesus. He said, fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Fast from worries and have trust in God. Fast from complaints and contemplate simplicity. Fast from pressures and be prayerful. Fast from bitterness and fill your hearts with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate. Fast from grudges and be reconciled to each other. Fast from words, be silent and listen. So how about in addition to that, we can abstain from malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy and slander of every kind. Well, how about abstaining from words and actions that harm people? Now, these are great words of wise counsel and guidance for our consideration during this Lenten season. These words are applicable across faith traditions and speak wisdom as we journey towards the betterment of, for all of humanity. It is important to note that not only can we be led to give up some things, but we can also add some things into our daily lives. We can add prayer, mercy and compassion. Prayer, by the way, is a two-way conversation. It's more than you getting on your knees and telling God all your problems and what you want. In that sacred space of dialogue between you and God, it is there that you can hear from God. And maybe the fasting will help our ears to listen to the voice of the Lord. So we can add some prayer into our lives. We can add mercy and compassion towards ourselves and others. We can strive towards functioning and living from a posture of love, joy, peace, forbearance. And we can add kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So, my brothers and sisters, during this Lenten season, embrace the opportunity to draw near to God and allow God to empower you to grow in your faith and be a better reflection of the God you serve as you walk in this world. We can be the love of God in action and make this world a better place.
You have been listening to Faith Talk, and I certainly thank you for being part of our listening community. I would request you to visit the website www.reverendjstuartglover.com where you can leave your comments on these episodes which are open for criticism. You can register as a guest on the show. You can contact me directly by email. You can even leave me a voicemail. Reach out and I will respond to you. I want to thank you again for being a part of the listening community. God bless you and embrace this Lenten season as we prepare to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Amen.